Hey guys, it's Faith. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. I'm so excited, you guys. Today is a monumental, epic day for the podcast. I have my very first guest, my friend Caroline. We've been in the same blogging circles, gosh, for years now. So yeah. I'm really excited to chat with you and pick your brain and hear kind of what your blogging journey has been like. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This is fun. <laughs> I'm really excited. I really love talking. Well, I feel like I'm sure we've talked online over the years, but it's really fun doing the podcast because I get to talk to you face to face like a real person. It's really exciting. I know. And we're not at Activate, which is like this massive, amazing time, but like still, it's so many people. <laughs> it's so many people. It's I left Activate and I was like, that was the best experience, but I was also like, but what just happened? Because I was talking to people nonstop probably the whole time we were there I know I didn't stop talking for like three days and it was so fun but I, I left and I felt like I needed a nap for like two days afterwards <laughs> yes exactly and then to decompress and then it's like everything that was in your mind you have to get it down on paper otherwise it'll just go off into the ether like <laughs> yeah totally so I want to hear about your blogging journey how did you get started okay so it's actually kind of funny um I started my blog on a whim right after I had my third son. Um, and I was super lonely and it was probably a little bit of postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. Um, and I'm sitting outside on my back porch, like listening to my kids, like fighting inside. I'm like, I can't do this right now. And so I'm sitting back there and I'm on Pinterest because that's my life is being on Pinterest, pretending like I can actually do the stuff that you see on Pinterest. <laughs> so I'm on there and I'm like scrolling and I randomly see this person who's like, how I made $20,000 last month from my blog. And I'm like, okay, if you can do it, I can do it. And of course it was one of those super generic like income reports. That's like, I made $20,000 in like a month and I've only been working for like six hours ever. It's like, okay, I can do this too. And I made my, I bought my domain. I made my first post. It was my hello world post. And I literally sat there. I'm like, waiting for all of the traffic to just flood my site and like come to me and discover me from my first hello world post. And oh my gosh, it was the most frustrating thing ever. I'm like, you mean I actually have to work? <laughs> like the world isn't just going to come to me and discover how amazing I am from my one paragraph post. Like, so that was a rude awakening for sure. And so from there I went from like, this is going to be cake to, I worked like 50 plus hour weeks. I have three kids from five and under and a, one of them's a newborn baby and I'm nursing the baby with my laptop, like balanced on the top of this baby typing, like oh while I'm working, <laughs> it was the worst thing ever. And I'm burning myself out. Like I remember just being so physically and emotionally drained. And finally my husband, God bless him for putting up with me. I'm like, I'm not a good mom. I'm not a good wife. I'm not a good blogger. I'm just failing across the board here. <laughs> and it was like the biggest, like what on earth are you doing in your, like my entire life? And finally he sat me down and he's like, look, I love you and I support you, but either you have to start making money from this blog and making it like actually do something that's positive for us as a family, or we got to kind of put the kibosh on it. Like it has to end. And so, so I'm how like, long was that? How long was it between like you starting and being like, him being like, okay. <laughs> Okay. So I started my blog, um, in August of 2015 
And he had that kind of like heart to heart, like <laughs> either get it together or get out um, at like January of 2016. So that's like five months. And and it was the most like fortuitous, like this was meant to be thing that has ever happened in my life was that after this happened, after this conversation with my husband, like a week later, I got an email from Rosemary Groner, oh <laughs> whose God. list I was on as the busy budgeter. I'm like, I love your stuff. I want to learn about how to budget. Cool. And I got an email from her talking about EBA. And it was like- oh, the- so you didn't have EBA when you started. Mm. Oh, okay. Nope. I was doing horrible stuff. <laughs> like, like first, really throwing spaghetti at the wall. <laughs> I was like, I was, oh my gosh, Faith. I was posting every single day. I was making a post, making pins for it, promoting on Facebook, promoting on Instagram. It was awful. I was literally <laughs> killing myself trying to figure out what was going on. And so I had at that point, like, I don't know, probably like a hundred posts at that point. Cause it had been like every single day, Monday through Friday, it was making a post. Um, and I got the email from Rosemary who was saying like EBA is what got her from like nothing to full time in nine months. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll go for it. Like, why not? And so it was, um, it was really expensive at the time. Like, cause we, I wasn't making any money and it was just my husband working. I'm like, honey, let's go for it. And he did, I didn't even tell him how much it was. <laughs> But I'm like, we're just going to do this. And this is the only way that I think I'm going to be able to make my blog work. And I bought EBA and it sounds like a, this is like a sales pitch for EBA. And I never want that to come off that way, but this is truly what happened for me. I was know. I sound like that too. I'm I like, know, I wouldn't have been able to do it without it though. So it's like really no. hard, right? Cause it's expensive. So you feel bad like talking about it. Yeah. And you never like, want it to also, sound like It's that. expensive, but it also gave me my business, you know? So it's exactly. Exactly. It delivered the results. And that's kind yeah. of where like, I don't want it to sound like I'm just being completely false. Like I'll show you like my back end of like, I was excited to get a hundred page views a day. And then I got EBA and I was working 50 hours a week to get those hundred page views a day. And then I got EBA and it was just like, I had my first viral post two months after I started it. And it's just oh, wow. been up from there. And I got lucky with that viral post. I will not lie, but I only had a viral post because of the way that Ruth taught EBA. So long story short, that was how I started was, uh, doing all of the things, all of the things like badly, very, very badly (laughs) trying to balance everything very poorly and putting my family on the back burner and not doing well at the blog because I'm so scattered. Um, and I'll be honest, like sometimes, you know, we get entrepreneurial, like scattered right now, but like, it's a lot more, um, focused than it was even then, which is crazy to think. So that beginning season is so tough. And I know a lot of my audience is in that, that part. I remember that part so vividly because there's a certain brutality to just working so hard and not making any money, I think. Yes. Not knowing if you're going to get it back. Right. And then there's all this doubt and uncertainty and fear and stress and Yes. And it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And there's like a billion different things. If you Google how to start a blog, next thing you know, there's a 152 trillion Google results and you don't know which one's right. And they're all different. And you're also selling so much stuff. And it's, I really, really hate all of this stuff going on about like make $30,000 a month. Yeah. And work six hours a week. And like, you know, and because they're trying to sell people things, right. And that's the marketing that's working right now and I'm sure it's effective they're making money but I yeah. mean I I worked with people and bought things that 
didn't pan out. I'm sure you have too. There's nope. so many people out there that just don't. And we're not gonna we're not gonna name any names. Oh, we're not gonna go in there. But I can <laughs> I cannot even tell you how many probably thousands of dollars I've spent on like classes or webinars or like pre-made for you templates or whatever. And it's like this is kind of crappy. Yeah. And it's like it's not even just that it's crappy. It's like this isn't anything that's going to help me grow my business. Like, what am I doing here? And once you start making, I feel like once you start making, once I started making even a little bit of money, I I was already ahead of like most people that are supposedly teaching blogging. Right. So I was like going to these people trying to learn how to blog that had never really actually been successful bloggers that were just trying to sell things on the internet. And then I was like a sucker. I'm still a sucker for like any course. (laughs) I bought every single course. I wish (laughs) I've, <laughs> I've done all, every big launch that's on the internet I've done. Cause I just, oh my gosh. yeah, all of that's them. Funny. <laughs> well, so it's really funny though. I don't know, like back when I first started again, back when I first started, I sound so old when I say that, but like, it was a completely different world. People weren't blogging about blogging as like their first blog. Like it was usually like, even um, at that point in time, the big blogger that I looked up to, obviously other than Ruth was Crystal Payne. Um, from Money Saving Mom. And she didn't even have a blogging audience. Like she was abjectly refusing to talk about blogging about blogging. And so like even bigger bloggers didn't talk about it. And now this is like the pinnacle to me of like how everybody is right now with talking about blogging about blogging. It's the only way to make money. I had somebody in my group a while ago a while ago, disclaimer, um, post an image like, Hey, can you guys check out my latest pin? And I can't figure out why it's not getting any traffic. And I wish I was joking about this. The pin was how to market your blog so that more people see it. And she's asking (laughs) in this group why people aren't seeing her blog. I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard of. But that's the problem is like, you have these people who are out there and it's just looking to make a quick buck. I know. They've it made me not want to talk about, I know you talk about blogging too. And it's hard like, because blogging changed my life, right? It's like, I yeah. love my life now. I'm obsessed with my work. I'm obsessed with my job. I'm obsessed with the life I have. My life yeah. now is like unimaginable to me even like three years ago, right? Like it just changed everything. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm so passionate about it and I love it so much and I love helping people with their blogs, but I was so almost embarrassed to start my blogging Facebook group and start my blogging podcast group. Cause I was like, I don't want people to think I'm like just trying to make money off of like teaching them to blog. Right. It was just like, I yeah. didn't want to be lumped in with that caliber, I guess, of, of yeah. content and people that are on the internet. And I had to do like this whole like soul searching, like, <laughs> and kind of put my like pride away a little bit. Right. And it's just like, no, yeah. like I want to do this. I'm not going to not do and not talk about the things I want to talk about because other people are doing it, you know? So yeah, exactly. And you have to get your good content out there to kind of like balance out the fact that there are, there are so many people out there whose stuff is like, you've never made a cent off of blogging. Why are you talking about it? And yet that's kind of the world where we are. So I kind of was talking to, um, actually like forever ago, I was talking to Rosemary Groner again about this. I'm kind of a fangirl, love her. Um, and she was saying like, if you've made 
you know, a cent off of your blog, you're making more than 90% of bloggers. Oh yeah, if for sure. More than a thousand dollars from your blog, you're making more than 99% of bloggers. Yeah. And so- I go through that like identity <laughs> crisis too. Cause I see people, there's so many people when I read their income reports that are making like $70,000 a month, like, you know, Jennifer Maker and Rosemary. And I'm like, am I qualified to even talk about blogging? And then I have to remember like, no, like I have been doing this a lot of years. I've invested a lot of money. Like I can help some people, right? Not that I have everything exactly. figured out, but it's like, if I can help you like do what I did, like I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's such a crazy opportunity. So what would you say? I always feel like there's so much opportunity on the internet for women to get in and start businesses. Do you feel like that? Or do you feel like the window is over? Oh my gosh. I absolutely still think that it's open. I never think like that there's an opportunity that's like, oh, too bad. You missed your chance to start a blog. See you in a few, like 10 years or something. It's never like that. This is the internet. There's room for all of us. Like, do you know how many like different channels there are on YouTube that say basically the exact same thing? Like the same thing with, you know, Instagram or Pinterest or anything like that. It's like all of this stuff is out there and it's pretty similar. But does that mean that you stop making it just because somebody else has made a video about, I don't know, tying shoes or something for kids, whatever it is. Like that doesn't mean that just because somebody else is doing it that you can't also. Does that make sense? Like, I think that there's room enough for all of us out there. Yeah, I know. And that's what I always tell people too. I'm like, this is the wild west of the internet. Like we're at the beginning, like we're at the beginning of the internet. Like people talk about the nineties, like that was the glorified time for blogs and now it's over. And I'm like, no, we're in the beginning of the internet. Do you understand how young the internet is? <laughs> like, yeah, really? And like what a massive opportunity this is. And like, I feel a little bit crazy sometimes because I feel like everyone's walking around, like the economy is bad. Everything's so bad. Everything's so difficult. And I'm like looking around like, holy crap, like the opportunities right now to me are like insane. Right. And I'm like, I'm just like, people are missing it. Like get in the game, you know, and, and go all in. Like there's so many people I see that are scared to really put their chips on the table. I think because they don't think it'll ever pay out. Right. Like, did you have that fear in the beginning where you were like, I wonder if this will ever work? Or you see people like Rosemary and you're like, well, that could never be me. Like I could never do that. Did you have, what were your kind of fears that came up in the beginning? So, um, background story. I grew up in a very, um, empowering household and I'm very thankful for that. Like I was always like my, you know, little girls wanted to be like doctors, maybe like a lot of them wanted to be teachers. I wanted to be a CEO. So I walked, I have like always gone through life with that knowledge of like, I wanted to be a business person. (laughs) I know. Like I just like, I have, I wish I had had a picture of it. I had like a pink blazer with shoulder pads and like, I'm five years old walking around with a briefcase. Like I made my brother go out and do like hold up signs at the end of the street just for a lemonade stand. I'm like, I did that stuff. Like, so when I see like, I'm just a mom, I made this money from my blog. I'm like, I can do that too, because I like marketing. I like business and I'm not just, I don't frame myself as like, I'm just a mom. I think that's so limiting. It's the same way with like, I'm not going to start a blog because everybody else has. Like, I'm not limited by that one aspect of my identity. So I just kind of was like, if I see other people are doing it, I'm like, I can do this too. I don't necessarily think of it as like a, oh, 
Well, there are, that's not true to say like, I never look at other people's income reports and it's like, Oh, that's not me. Like, of course we have those moments. Like we all want to be making the big bucks each month. Are you kidding? But like at the same time, I look at the backstory with Jennifer Maker, who is awesome, by the way, oh, she's has a long history of knowing what to do online. Her content like, is exceptional. She's exceptional in everything that she does. And it's like, I know people are like, oh, she's a craft blogger. I'm like, yeah, but she's exceptional at what she does. She would be good. Yeah. She would be successful in no matter what niche she was in because her exactly. content is so high quality. Everything she does yeah. is so... Touches, I can't, I can't everything just turns to gold. Like that's, she's awesome. But she at the same awesome. time, pretending like she just started yesterday is, is not yeah. truthful. Like you yeah, can't she's be been like, on oh. the internet for a long, long, long time. Exactly. And so you have to be a little bit analytical and look at the backstory here. Like I don't, um, I will never pretend like in my income reports, which I don't post as often as I should because my life is crazy. But like, I post in them like I started four years ago. This did not happen overnight. Like this is a lot of trial and error. I worked for free for like a year and a half of my life working hard. Like this is not something that just like Boop, one day I'm making $10,000 in, in a launch. Like it's not how it happens. Like yeah. there's a lot of work that goes in behind it. And so I think that it's one of those things where it's like you try really hard to look through the lens of not just like, I can be the next Jennifer Maker. I can do that. But also like how many years has she worked to build up all of that knowledge, to build up all those skills, like all of those kinds of things. And it's not detracting from her, but it's kind of reminding yourself, like you can't compare yourself to everybody else around you because we all have different lives. We all have different skills and we all have different um, um, strengths too. Does yeah, that make sense? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I'm curious a lot. I asked my community what they wanted me to chat with you about. And there was a lot of people wondering about productivity and how you get it all done as a mom. Do you have any great, do you have, give them all of your miracle tips. Okay. Tell, tell us Here, <laughs> here's the truth. Here's the honest to goodness truth. We are coming out of summer and I, I can say this honestly to you guys. I will have been lucky if I could have worked 10 hours each week. I like to work. And so uh, when I say that, it's like, I'm dying on the inside. <laughs> Start working. I love to work. Um, but so here's the reality of it is I have said no to a lot of things over the summer. I've said no to a lot of things all year. Um, and it's not because I don't want to do them. It's because I am limited and I know that. And I keep my eyes on the fact that I started this blog not to ship my kids away to boarding school, not to, you know, be hustling all the time and having to hire a nanny or all of those things. I started this blog so that I could have a life with my family that I wanted. And so like for us, things like um, my husband and I just took the baby to um, the beach over the weekend while my older boys are away with the grandparents. Like we don't do that very often, but I left my computer at home. Like I'm saying no to working. Like I could have gotten up at 4.30, like sat outside on the deck and worked, but no, I said no to that. And that sounds like really terrible, but like that's kind of my philosophy is I have to say no to things in order to have balance and not just with my blog, but like with everything. Like if I'm not in a happy headspace, like with my kids, I know I have to go work. <laughs> that's, that's 
terrible. <laughs> but it's the reality of it. Like for my big things with like, how do I get it all done? I don't. My Facebook groups over the summer are like absolutely dying. I have not written a brand new post. Um, I think I've made one each month over the summer and I'm like, that's really good for me. If I send out a brand new email each week over the summer, I'm still like patting myself on the back. So I'm saying no to a lot of things because I know that like the things that are important, I'm saying yes to. Yeah. That made sense. Yeah. People are always asking me kind of, how do you know, how do you know what tasks I guess to focus on and what to kind of let go? And I'm always telling my community, I'm like, I'm very aware of what pays my bills. <laughs> it's like, yes. like I like Instagram, right? I like being yeah. on Instagram. If I have time, like my, I'm all over Instagram, right? But yeah, I'm stressed out. Like you better believe, like I'm very aware that Instagram does not pay my yep. bills, right? <laughs> yeah. So is that kind of how you pick or how, what are your kind of tips for how you decide what you say yes to, what you say no to in the business and what you're like, okay, after yeah. summer, this could be a project. <laughs> this isn't a year long project. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's kind of basically the lens that I look through everything is, will it be making me money? And so over the summer, I have been kind of building up my content library, um, of not like blog posts, but I guess like my actual product library is a better way to put it. So like I've been making products like crazy over the summer. I've been doing little soft launches over the summer um, just to kind of see where there's the most traction. Um, and then it's going to, you know, it's a cart open, cart close, and then I open it again, try it again and see how it goes. Um, but that's been my big thing has been like, I, I know the thing, like you said, Instagram's not making me money. I do not have 10,000 or I don't have 10,000 followers. So I don't get that sweep swipe up feature anyway. So What's the point in like spending my time over there? I'm sure I post things, but it's, you know, five minutes to post a picture or yeah, to do a yeah. story. Like, um, but the same thing can be said though with Facebook, I have had to uninstall it from my phone and uninstall messenger and everything like that. Yes, I know. Cause I'm like, I find myself and I'm not usually the one that gets sucked into it, but I like, I'm just sitting there like just randomly like scrolling through. It's like, this is time that I could be working. Like, I don't need to check my notifications all the time. I really don't. Like, that's not going to be helping me. Um, the things that, like, really do pay my bills, making products, sending emails, um, connecting with brands, which is a new thing for me, um, just things like that. Like, I don't want to be a slave to trying to do all the things. Like, I'm not going to be sitting there trying to make Instagram or Twitter, of all things in my world, like, work. Like... <laughs> I've had the same amount of Twitter followers since 2015. I'm not concerned about it. I don't it. even know how to use Twitter. It's kind of funny that I have an online business because I'm like the most like computer illiterate person in the world. Like I, know, I didn't even have a smartphone until I was like 30 years old, right? So that was like what, three years ago. So I'm really like behind the time. So I don't even know how to use Twitter because that came after I feel like I was, or before I, I was. I don't understand it. I'm like, why, why? I understand. So here's kind of my thing though, like, I understand like grabbing all of the handles for your blog name, but I don't think that you have to go and spend all of your time on Twitter. I don't think that you have to go and spend all of your time on your Facebook page, which by the way, like my Facebook page is like hardcore dead. I can't get people to like my page and I don't even care about it because like- but you're paying your bills, right? It's exactly. like- <laughs> 48 people came from Facebook to my blog last month and I literally don't care because the roof is still over my head and my bills are getting paid. 
Like, what do you think starting out? Like, how do people know when they first start out? This is where a lot of people are in my group right now. They're just trying to get there. I call it like the suck. They're in the stage of like the suck where they're like working and like, <laughs> no one's reading your stuff and like <laughs> nothing is happening. And it, you know, it feels like you're not getting anywhere. They're in that stage. Mm-hmm. What do you think are the most important things to focus on when you're just starting? Like if you had to start from scratch, your blog is gone. What do you do? What are your like top few things you would do? Like focus okay. on. I think, oh, sorry. I think that what I would focus on would be content, but not like very specific content. Like I have to be very specific about that because it's not just like, I love my children today. And that's kind of the post. It's like, no, what are the best ways that you can monetize every single post that you do? That's kind of got to be the big thing right off the bat. Because it's like, why am I not making money? Well, you're only talking about like your feelings. Nobody's going to buy something if you're just talking about your feelings. You have to help them. Um, so actionable yeah. posts for sure. Um, and email. Those would be my two biggest things, I think. Um, because that's, you know, I stand by, I don't care what everybody says in the world. Like email is still a big deal. And it's where you can really, really grow a community and get people to actually see you as less than a blog and more as a person. Um, So focusing on that really early on and getting past the like, oh, I don't know what to send to my people. Like getting over that really early is a very good thing because if you don't know what to send to like 10 people, you're really not going to know what to send to a thousand people or 10,000 people. Like, so start it off early, get used to writing posts that people actually care about. That sounds like a terrible thing, but do you know what I mean? Like you see the posts where it's like, again, oh, I just said goodbye to my child for the first day of preschool. You're not going to click on that post on Pinterest. Like the top 10 ways to get over new parent anxiety, people will click on that. People like, you have to look at it from that aspect. Yeah. Those are great tips. Those are, that's kind of along the lines of like what I talk about. I feel I'm also always telling people, I'm always telling people make a lot of content, just talk a lot, do a lot. Cause I feel like in the beginning people just get paralyzed. There's so many people that start and then don't, don't move. And so I'm always trying to think about how to get people through that time when they're like in the suck and they're like, well, I don't know what to do. And I have all these things. And I'm like, it doesn't matter what you do. Just do something. (laughs) Like just make stuff, like say something, get on the internet yeah, going. And it's so funny because in the beginning is like the most scary time, right? Like I remember being terrified. Like I was, I wouldn't be on camera when I started. I would have, I didn't have my picture on my blog. I didn't have my name on my blog. I was like so terrified of everything. I remember yeah. like sending my first email, like just being so scared. Right. And it's like yeah. so funny to think about. Cause it's like, girl, no one's going to your site. Like no exactly. one's on your email list. Like, what do you, Oh my gosh. It's, it's you, your mom and the Russian hackers. That's yes. all that's going to be on your site in the early days. And it's so funny because you are scared out of your mind to make those posts. It's like no people one is paralyzed. That. People are paralyzed about like brand colors. Like, I don't know what my tagline should be. It's like, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like no one's at your site anyway. Just like start making content and like yep. it will, it'll come together yeah. if you're like putting the energy out right and making things and moving forward. That's how I always tell people anyway. It's just to like, yeah, fine. Not only that, but like you can't be married to like the way that you're starting your blog. Like that doesn't, okay. So here's what I'm talking about. When I first started my blog, I had every intention of being like a mom blogger. 
like talking about my kids and how I get them to eat well and how we're homeschooling and da 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 da. And like quickly, I kept noticing like everything kept coming back to how to save money. And I still kept trying to push in the direction of like, no, I want to be a mom blogger and talk about how great my kids are and blah, 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 blah. And it kept kind of evolving into something completely, completely different than how I started. And so I think that that's like a big thing too, is like, don't be afraid. Like if you start your blog talking about recipes and then next thing you know, you're like, I don't have anything else to share about this. I have to talk about something else. Or I keep talking about my dog and about how great dogs are and how wonderful it is to be a dog mom. Um, and all of those things, like you might want to have a blog that's not about recipes, but about your dog. And it's totally okay to make that pivot, especially in the early days. Like again, no one is on your blog. If you want to write about flowers one day, your dog the next day, and then recipes the next. And then like in a month and a half, you decide, you know what? I really don't care about flowers stop writing about it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, no one's paying attention anyway. Yeah. Sometimes I still do that. Honestly, I'll be like, yeah. I, want, I like want to talk about, I don't know. I started talking about dating like randomly. I was yeah. like, I want to talk about being like single. And it's just like, it's my blog. Who cares? Exactly. <laughs> like, the people that exactly. don't want it and aren't interested that don't want to read those posts won't read it. The yep. people do well and like, who cares? Right. I'm like, it's it doesn't go with my theme, <laughs> but it's just like, I don't have any fear, I guess, around that. But I definitely did when I started out, right? There's this fear of like doing things wrong, which takes people from, keeps people from taking action. And I always tell people, I'm like, clarity, the clarity you're trying to get comes from action. You can't get the clarity you want unless you're taking the action. Like what you're saying, like you couldn't have got the clarity of like, this is how I'm going to be profitable. I'm going to talk about saving money. This is what my audience actually cares about. You would have never figured that out if you hadn't taken action, right? Exactly. People think they're going to like brainstorm the perfect like tagline, like get it all right. And then, <laughs> and it never happens. And that's kind of the weird thing. I tried to do it too. I'm like laughing because I, I did it. I spent like a month trying to name my blog, which is so funny to me now. Cause I would never spend more than 10 minutes making the decision like that now. It's like... I know. And in the early days, how many times did you edit your about me page? Oh my gosh, so many. I don't even like know. every single day, <laughs> like an hour a day you spent editing your about me page. I used to spend so much time looking for stock images. That was like, I, I would spend hours looking for really? pictures to put on my blog. Yeah. And it was oh my gosh. long to write blog posts because I would like meticulously go through. And of course, I didn't have any money. So they were all free. I was like trying to find free stock images, right? Yeah. To put on these posts. And I would spend so much time doing that, which is so funny because I just would never, I would never spend time doing that now. Right. But, but I wouldn't have figured that out if I hadn't wrote a lot of posts. Right. Once I wrote, once you get a couple hundred posts under your belt, I feel like you're kind of like, okay, I got like a bulk of content. I kind of have an idea what I want to say. I kind of have an idea what people want to hear. Yeah. I have an idea what this will be, but I feel like it really takes like maybe a hundred, 200 posts. Oh, I agree with you completely. Like everything up to like a hundred posts is like throwing spaghetti at the wall. But that said, you want to kind of get those hundred posts out of your brain and onto paper or onto a blog post, because honestly, you're never going to know if you don't get it out there. And it is just going to be you, your mom and the Russian hackers who are going to see the stuff. It's really okay. But you're never going to know if you don't put it out there. So the best thing you can do, no matter if you're like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Forget about your tagline. Forget about your about me page. Your logo doesn't have to be perfect. Your site can kind of look like crap. It's I don't okay. Have a logo. 
I got into <laughs> Ultimate Bundles. They were like, can you send us, like, part of the thing was like, send us yeah. your logo in high res. And I was like, I don't have a logo. <laughs> it's like, Caroline's like, can I can just send a picture. picture. It's fine. I was like, okay. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's like those kinds of things that, now as more established business people, like if you could go back in time and say to yourself, like, stop obsessing over the way that your freaking blog looks like right now and actually go write a post, go write the post. <laughs> like, right. If there's so no many different, there's so many different things though. It's so hard to know what to focus on. And I think I had like a lot of squirrel brain, I think when I started, cause I'm like, you know, yeah, I need yeah. my brand and my colors and my theme and my, oh my gosh, trying to teach myself WordPress was like a nightmare that took me. I don't even want to think about how long that took oh, me. I know. Cause oh, I'm, I'm right there at, you. at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not techie either. So again, trust me, like I have crashed my site trying to change font types. Like oh I have quit. I'm like, whatever's out there is fine. Like I just don't care anymore. <laughs> my sites look the exact same for probably like two years. And it's because I kind of finally got it to look okay. And then I was like, that's yeah. how it's staying. And it has stayed yep. that way. I haven't even touched it. Cause I just, yeah. it takes me so much time and energy. Yeah. Um, what were like the fears that came up for you in the beginning? Cause the other thing that comes up all the time in my little Facebook community I have is people are just afraid. They're afraid of, of failing. They're afraid that they won't yeah. be able to do it, that they won't make the money back. They're afraid to invest. They're afraid to invest time. Right. It's just yes. like this whole like fear game. And I always tell people, I'm yeah. like, you know, it's a mindset game. I think more than anything for me, at least, cause I have so much anxiety yeah. and fear just in life in general, trying to be on the internet was like a total mindset game for me, probably the first year and a half, really. Yeah. It's, it is a, um, I am a big fan of do it scared. And I know that it sounds like such a cop out, but like my whole thing is like, if I overthink about it, I will completely paralyze myself. And if I like, for example, I did a launch this summer and it was for a product. I'm like, I don't know if people are going to like it. I don't know if it's the right thing. I don't know if it's going to be enough value. And I kept like putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And then one day I woke up, I'm like, that's it. I'm just going to schedule it. And if everyone on my list unsubscribes, then well, that's my answer. Then it was a crappy product to begin with. And so I literally went from like dragging my feet about this for weeks to making and scheduling the emails, making the sales page and just putting it out there in one day and just doing that and then having it out of my hands completely was a game changer for me because I was just like dragging my feet for so, so long, wasting my energy, wasting my uh, productivity and everything, just trying to be like, oh, well, maybe it's not going to work. Maybe it's going to be pointless. And ultimately, it wound up being a really good thing. <laughs> um, but I had to push past that fear and I just had to do it. And every single time that in my head, things come up of like, no one's going to buy this. This is stupid. Why are you doing this? You're wasting your time. You're wasting your money. It's like, am I really? Because you have to be really critical. Because like we were saying earlier, Every single person in the world, like, let's be real. We're all bloggers. We want to make money from our blogs. So of course we're going to be selling something eventually. So are you being not conned, but I mean, like, are you just kind of falling for marketing or is this a product that you actually want? Like every time that you're looking at something, it's like, Oh, maybe I want that. And then you buy it and it's like, Oh my gosh, I don't have the time to do this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> 
you're, yeah. you're sitting there looking at it like, I don't have the time to do this. I don't know what I'm doing. And then you get the buyer's remorse and over analysis paralysis and it never gets done. And so next thing you know, you've got 8 million courses in a Google doc, like doing nothing, collecting, collecting pixel dust. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. totally. So it's like, you have to actually, like you were saying, take some action. You have to just kind of get past your fear of like, what, what is the worst case scenario if you do something? Yeah. I always think like taking some action is better than taking no action, right? Like it would be better for me to move forward and do something dumb, which I do all the time. I want, I'm like, I'm moving a million miles a minute. And I think one of the blessings I think about just being really busy and having so many balls up in the air right now is like, I don't have time. Right. So I'm just like, I'm launching things. I'm making things. I'm saying things. I'm just like full force going, but I have so much momentum and it feels so good for me to kind of operate like that because it's almost like, I don't just don't have time. Right. Like when that comes up of like, like, I don't know if this is good and everything you have to say is stupid or like whatever, whatever. I'm just like, I don't even have time to even entertain that anymore. Just exactly. I like visit, I like emotionally don't have that capacity to do yes. it. <laughs> it's so true. And like the more you can say to yourself, like, these are the things that are important to me. Like we were saying about making money. If Instagram's really important to you, then go for it. Build your Instagram. Ignore what we have to say about not spending time on Instagram and go for it. Well, all of our experiences are our own too. And this is what I always tell people too, is like, there are people making six figures off of Instagram. There are people making money that don't even have a website. There's people doing it all different ways. You can build the business however you want. You definitely don't have to things the way we do them. And I can guarantee you, and I probably do things completely different but people still find success in all different ways. So you don't have to listen to anything we say. (laughs) Exactly. And that's kind of the cool thing about being a blogger is like, you do make up your own rules. You want to work 60 minutes every day, then go for it. You want to work 60 hours a week, go for it. You want to talk about flowers and dogs and recipes, go for it. Like there's no one telling you like, oh, you can't do that. Like, but you do have to get past like the fear, which is like, and this is true story. I go to therapy. My husband and I both go to therapy together as a couple and individually. I love our therapist. <laughs> but one of the things that he's always telling me is like, what is the worst thing that can happen? Every time I'm like super anxious or anything like that, what is the worst thing that could happen? And usually it's something that's like completely made up in my head. Like there's no way that 10,000 people are going to unsubscribe from my email list because I sent them an email about a product that I'm launching. There's no way that every single one of them is going to send me hate mail. Like there's no way that any of those bad things in my head are going to happen. That's so So, interesting. I was reading an article the other day where they were saying they were like a lot of the fear responses we have are from this like old part of our brain from like back in the day, like the caveman day when your brain was like built and designed to keep you safe in situations that were unsafe. And so a lot of times when we're scared, your brain, there's parts of your brain that will go off that are like, oh, you're unsafe. We can't do this. You're unsafe. And it literally will, will trigger parts of your brain that think you're physically unsafe, like that your safety is at risk. Right. And that's where we have to be cognitively aware and be like, no, actually, like, what is the worst thing that could happen? I'm not actually unsafe. I'm completely fine. And also no one is going to subscribe from my list. It's all made up. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, you have to go through that in your head of like, is this really going to happen? Like, 
let's, let's be really clear. Is it really going to happen? And so like when you're first starting out and you're trying to balance out like, Oh my gosh, this is so scary. What's the worst that's going to happen? Your mom's going to see your blog post. Is that really the worst that's going to happen? Like, or, you know, you're going to send an email and three people are going to unsubscribe. That, that kind of stings, but at the same time, like, remember everybody, unsubscribes are a blessing. <laughs> like, oh my get gosh, them yes. your list. <laughs> I'm so happy every time people unsubscribe from my list now, but this has been a journey for me because I am like, I'm a people pleaser, right? But I'm also pretty <laughs> polarizing on the internet in some ways because I swear and I'm like talking about God knows what every day and like, I'm not everybody's like thing, right? <laughs> so, yeah. so people unsubscribe for me and it's always been like such an emotional trigger for me. But man, yeah. I've just learned over the years after having some pretty nasty interactions with people. I'm like, the people that are not for me, I do not want. I don't want them in my yes. energy. I don't want them in my world. And the people that love and appreciate and want to be on this journey with me and want to hear what I have to say, I'm like so happy to have them, you know, yeah. be with me. But everyone else just needs to get away from me. Like that's how, that's kind of how I'm operating these exactly. days. Exactly. And the more polarizing you are, believe it or not, and this is something else, like starting out, I was so afraid to step on toes. Yeah, and too. like I'm just like trying to please everybody. Like it's okay if you want to eat, you know, Tyson's chicken, or if you want to eat organic, whatever, it doesn't matter. And it's like, no, that's not how you're going to find your people. Speak your truth. Like the more polarizing you are, the better, because that's the easier way that it's going to be for you to find your people. <laughs> like and it's really just more authentic, right? It's not even about being yeah. polarizing. It's just like just speak your truth, right? It's not like I'm going on the internet, like how many people can I make mad today? Like, you know? know. but it's We're like you know, I have to be myself, and it's really important to me that I talk and say and am the way that I am, right? And yeah. I think people are drawn to that when you're authentic and you're just like, I'm here and I'm honest and I'm showing up and I'm being myself and what you see is what you get. I think people are drawn to that and it, it helps grow your tribe. I think, I think it makes you kind of magnetic on the internet and people can tell when you're, especially now it's like, I think people are, are really sick of that kind of BS, just like my perfect life and my perfect kids with my perfect pictures and like my perfect yep. stuff. And the mom blogs, I think, you know, that were so popular a few years ago, just people are tired of it. They want to see yeah. real, real life. Yeah. And that's something else that I think starting out, like I was so afraid to show kind of behind the scenes of like, my gosh, I don't have it all together. Who am I to be giving information to anybody, like advice on anything to anybody? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And so that kind of held me back too, but it's like, you know more, even if you're in the trenches, than a lot of people do. And so just knowing that also kind of helps get over the fear of like doing anything. I hope that, that made sense. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, I think, well, I think a lot of women struggle with that, right? It's like, well, who am I to like do this? Who's going to listen to me? Like, and it's yeah. like, you have valuable experiences. Like you're a human being, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like you're a valuable person with valuable things yeah. to contribute. And the idea that you don't have anything to say is really sad to me. And I've heard a lot yeah. of women say that, like, you know, I don't have, I can't teach anybody anything. I can't, what would I talk about? Like, it's just like, yeah. are you serious? Like, think about yeah. your, spend 10 minutes thinking about your life, <laughs> Yes. you know, and like validate yourself a little bit in your experiences. Yeah. Like you have useful things to say. You've had, you've, all of us have had deep, meaningful impactful situations that we've lived through, things that we've struggled through, things that we've overcome. Yeah. 
it's just the way life goes, right? But we all downplay that, I think, in our brain where it's like, well, I've never done anything. Like, who am I to do this? (laughs) So true. It is so, so true. And even like when you're starting out, there is something that you can share. I refuse to hear like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And so I just won't tell anybody. There is somebody out there on the internet who is looking for your voice right now. There is somebody out there who's going, nobody really is talking to me. Like, I, I, I don't know, like, I guess that nobody cares or nobody's out there to help me. There's somebody looking for you right now on the internet and looking for exactly what you're trying to say, exactly the message that you have, exactly what your life is. And if you don't put that out there, you're doing people a disservice. And that's yeah. kind of like, I can't remember who told me that. I want to say that it was Ruth. It's probably always probably. Ruth who tells me these yeah. things. But like hearing that was like a big deal to me because I was so afraid to talk about like we were dead broke, like had no money on the brink of divorce. Like I didn't want to tell people that. And the second that I like dropped the facade, got over the fear of like being truly vulnerable on the internet and talking to people about our struggles as a couple, as a, as a family, um, that was when my blog took a turn and it was a turn for the better. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of my two cents on like, do it scared truthfully. Like you have to do something like (laughs) this is your life. You know, that's what I went on this like rant earlier in my Facebook group, but it's like, this is your life. If this is what you want, if you feel like you want to be a blogger, you want that lifestyle, you want to make the money and travel and be with your kids and help people and speak Mm -hmm. your message and live your truth and do all these things. It's like, this is your life, you know, and put your flag in the ground. You want it or do you not, you know? And, and if you decide you want it, don't be half in or half out. Right. It's Mm kind of like what your husband is saying. It's like, you know, find a way to make it work and just go forward. Um, because that back and forth energy will, will kill you. And I think that's why a lot of people quit because they get stuck in this place of like, I don't know if I can do it. And I don't know if it'll make money, but I'm going to keep trying, but I have all this fear. And like, it just will wear you out. And that beginning part sucks, right? It's like, <laughs> so it's like, it's, if you're scared and you're going to like be uncertain and be scared and it sucks, <laughs> it's just like, a bunch yes. of you quit. <laughs> and that's yeah. why people quit. I don't think most people that start blogs become full-time bloggers. Yeah. I think most people quit. <laughs> yeah. It's something like 80% of bloggers. Here's something. And again, I think it was Rosemary who said this. It was like 80% of bloggers have quit by the end of month one. And then fast forward to month three, 80% of those remaining bloggers have quit. And then by month six, another 80% of those bloggers have quit. And so if you can stick it out, and here's something else though, around month six is where you start to make money because you've been in the game long enough. You're not throwing spaghetti quite as much and you're figuring it out. And that's when you're like, oh, I can put an Amazon link in a post. Okay. I'll make more posts that are doing like that. I'm going to make more pins. And like, next thing you know, you're actually becoming one of those bloggers who's making a lot of money. You can post income reports. Like you really only need a couple things to work, right? Like I do, I mean, I do like the same things all the time. I'm like, I have like three things that work and I do those three things all the time. (laughs) You know, you really only need to start, like find like one thing that'll start bringing a little money. And just in the beginning, man, I remember even making like 20 bucks, just being like, I've done it. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I threw, I like, I think I still have the check somewhere downstairs. My first AdSense check, it was for 17 cents. I was going to say like 30 cents <laughs> or something. Yeah. 17. It oh my God. Amazing. I forgot about AdSense. Good Lord. Yeah. Spent Good so luck long. with that. I spent Holy so long getting AdSense because I didn't know how to work a computer basically when I started. <laughs> and then I decided I wanted to put AdSense on my thing. So that took me like a, probably a week to put out oh, yeah. my site. And then I was like making 70 cents <laughs> a month. Oh my gosh. And it's so frustrating, but here's the reality. And we don't mean to downplay like when you're starting out, like it sucks. Like hardcore, like I get it. You are working for maybe if you're lucky, you're working for a penny an hour. Like we get it. But the reality is you will never make more if you don't keep trying. And that's the same thing. Like with my kids around, like I know that I can either be really content with where I am and just kind of live off of that forever or I can keep going and try to go to the next level. I can try to reach my audience and serve them in a different way. I can do all of those things, but that requires doing it scared and saying no to things that are just going to be huge time sucks. That's the reality of it. There is no easy answer for making money blogging. You just have to keep going. I I always feel bad because people ask me a lot. I do like a lot of Q and A's in my Facebook group and people ask me a lot you know, all these questions. And I'm like, I just, I don't have a formula. Like there's no, like I do 30 minutes, this do 30 minutes that, you know, work this many days a week and then you'll be successful. It's just such a crazy wild game, right? It's like, you just got to try and figure out what works. Like, (laughs) yep. It's exactly what it is. And a lot of it's like, oh, you know, I wasted five hours this past week trying to figure out how to monetize Instagram throw that out the window, go on to the next thing. I'm going to start a Facebook group. You spend 20 hours in a week on the Facebook group. You have to keep working on it really hard. It's like, if this isn't working in six months, throw it out the window. Like, yeah, don't be afraid to try different things. I try things that don't work all the time. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I think I fail more now than I ever did when I first started. Like I fall on my face all the time just all the time when I started my podcast my mental health podcast and I was doing like really well and when I started that I was like that's gonna be like a flop like no one's gonna listen to that right I was just like that's gonna be Uh such a time waste and now it's like one of the bigger things on my site so it's just like you never know like you really don't like I don't know I don't know why I think I know like it's like I've only been doing this a couple years you know what I mean it's like I don't know (laughs) like you know I like to like make myself think that I have it figured out but it's very humbling. <laughs> I know. I think and I've it, figured it out. Oh. It all changes. <laughs> yeah. And it's really funny. Cause like, like you said, with your podcast, like you're like, mm, this isn't going to work. I'm only going to kind of put half, half heart into this, like not going to give it all of my attention. Next thing you know, it's like, Oh, that's really taking like off. Podcast. Like, <laughs> and then you have to pivot inside of your business. It's like, cause you only have 24 hours in a day and you know, sleep is kind of important. I'm like, a sleep princess. I never cut sleep. I'll say that. Oh, <laughs> I like I'm to work a lot, but I love sleeping. So yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like, laptop is down at like nine o'clock at night. I am not working after that. Like, <laughs> leave yeah. me alone, internet. But like, you're never gonna figure it out if you don't try. Yeah. <laughs> so those are your big tips. Then try. Don't be scared. Take action. What else do we need to tell people? What else do you want to tell people that are starting that need help? Um, Stuck. 
it's okay to read people's like um advice and say no i'm not gonna do that it's okay to like again there are some bigger bloggers who are like killing it on twitter good for them i'm not gonna do it but good for them does that mean that i'm gonna drop everything that i'm doing and try to figure out how to make twitter work no no way no 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 and it's the same thing with everything. Like just because it's working for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody. You have to kind of learn where you can say no to things. And if it's social media, then awesome. If you don't want to commit your life to making a new printable for every single blog post, then don't do it. Like you make the rules. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's hard for, it was hard for me to get used to like being your own boss and being like, I get to decide right? What it is I do. And I get to decide what this business is going to look like. But I always say, I'm just like, you know, I didn't work this hard to work a job I don't like. (laughs) If I wanted to work a job I didn't like, I would still be, you know, at my old job at the University of Florida, right? It's like, I didn't work those kind of hours and put in this kind of blood, sweat and tears and make the sacrifices I made to do things I don't want to do. So I really yeah. don't do things I don't want to do in my business like these days, to be honest with you. But I really love it's my so business. True. There's not that many things that I don't like doing. But yeah, yeah. if I didn't want to be on Instagram, I wouldn't do it. Like I just don't, it's not worth it. <laughs> no, no. And that's all, ultimately what it comes down to is you do what makes sense for you, makes sense for your time and makes sense for your goals. And you have to be like honest about that too. Do you want to work 60 hours a week? Like not right now necessarily, but like in the future, don't you set yourself up for like having to work 60 hours a week. If you only want to work an hour a day, like, you know what I mean? Like you can be honest with yourself and look at other people and say like, it might work for them, but it's not going to work for me. Do I really want to drop my kids off at the nanny, you know, for, for 10 hours a day? Yeah. You can take good advice. I think yeah. that's really good advice. Just being picky about what you yeah. listen to. There's so many people in your ear and there's so many, pe- I know we're here in your ear, like giving you advice, but I know, <laughs> but well, listen so to us, internet, right. <laughs> telling you how to do it and telling you all these different things that it's like, you can't listen to everyone. You've got to be yeah. picky about who you, I take advice from very few people these days. I'm sure you do too. I have a very, very, very small select group of, of humans on the internet that I will listen to. Yeah, I think I can count on like maybe two hands, maybe. Oh yeah, me too. Like the people who I'll actually take advice from. But most of them, I'm being honest, like most of my friends right now, like we're in groups together and most of the advice that they give is to tell me to just go for it. I'm like, I need somebody to tell me to go for it. So if you're here today listening and you need someone to say, just go for it, just go for it. Like if you need the permission do it. Go for it. <laughs> Play all this, out. Play all yeah. out. This is your life, you know, just go on. Yeah. And I know it's scary and it's like easy for us looking back, I guess, to say that, but you, you've just got to go all in, I think, to make it. It's, yeah. this is a very hard game. And if it you're is. half out, if you let yourself walk in doubt and walk in fear, you know, it's going to be so much harder than it are. And it's already yeah. hard, right? So it's like, you just got to play all out and go all in and just and go like for what it. You were saying, what's the worst that can happen? Like you fail. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yep. And especially early on. So what? Nobody sees your first post. It's going to be you, your mom, and the Russian hackers. It's the truth. Like 
I know. I always see people scared to publish their blog. They're like, I don't want to, I don't know if I should go live. Like, do I need this many posts to go live? Or what do I need oh to make my, my blog live? And it's just like, no one's yeah. going to look at your blog anyway. Just, uh, can matter. we just like get this out there? Like how many blog posts do I need before I put my blog live? Zero? Not even one. Zero. Yeah. Make it live. Do it now. <laughs> just Especially get it out if there. It's something that you're scared of that you know is slowing you down just get it over with, right? Because yep. we don't have time for that. We don't have time. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. I think this was really helpful. This is great. I love talking to you. I feel like I could just keep, I love talking to people about blogging. So I feel like I could just I know. About blogging all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. So tell people where they can find you. Um, you can find me and more about all of the ways that I'm telling you to start your blog and not listen to anybody else <laughs> at carolinevensel.com. Yeah. Caroline has a lot of great resources, you guys, especially if you're just starting. So go over there, check her out. She's wonderful. And thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. Okay. <laughs>